If you think you know about mental illness, think again. This is We Are Hope, the radio program with host and co-founder Sean Perry. Mental illness has reached an all-time high in this country and beyond. We're here to break the stigma through change, discussion, and support. Now, here is your host, Sean Perry. Hello, and welcome to We Are Hope, Breaking the Stigma Through Change, with me, your host, Sean Perry. I have to tell you that I am so excited that you've all decided to join me on my first ever show on the Voice America Radio Network Empowerment Channel. We're coming to you live from Space on Main in Bradford, Vermont. It has been such a busy few months getting the show up and going while running the organization. You know, to think that just last year at this time, we only as an organization had one contract with two hours a day, one school. And now, a year later, we have eight schools, two school districts, or in school, in two school districts, and we are breaking the stigma through change all over. We're, we have tons of speaking engagements that are happening, and I just want to thank you all for joining me on this mission to break the stigma through change and fight this mental health crisis. Before we really get started, though, I really would like to thank Justin King, who has allowed me and we are hope to use his music for the beginning of the show and throughout the show, which you'll hear all the time. He, he will also be joining us on June 27th to talk about his music and how him as a hip hop star and rapper is, are, is able to bring the level of compassion and empathy in his music and talk about mental health as a whole. It's really difficult these days to be able to do that, but I just want to thank him ahead of time for getting ready to come on the show in a few weeks. I also want to thank my entire family for their love, respect, and faith in me to be able to get this show up and going. And I want to thank my business partner, James Reinstein, for all of his support and all of the hard work that he does. So you may be asking yourself or wondering, who in the world is Sean Perry exactly? Who is We Are Hope? What do they do? And what in the world am I going to learn by listening to this show? Well, let's start with me. So I started working with kids when I was about 19 years old. I started working um, coaching youth football in Middletown, Connecticut. I coached it for about three years. And I knew at that time that I had absolutely loved supporting kids. I remember I was doing things that high school coaches were doing and, and calling parents and making sure that the kids were doing their homework and, and all these other things. And there was something about that connection with children that were struggling that, that just drew me to that work. The problem was, was that I was a, a, um, a very young father. And so I had to work. I couldn't just go back to college. Um, I currently have five children, but at that time I had one child and one on the way. I, you know, working was, was what I needed to do. And I remember, uh, fast forward many years later, I was coaching my daughter's basketball team. And then shortly after that, I started coaching my son's football team and I started to create, or I created a youth football camp that happened for four weeks in the summer, every Saturday and Sunday for free for the kids that were up in our area. And after the second year, I had come home and I said, I'm absolutely positively quitting my job and retiring from cooking altogether. I don't want anything to do with it anymore. And all I want to do is support kids that don't have people that can support them and help them. And so I went out and I found myself a, a position as a residential counselor in a, a well-respected residential treatment center for kids with severe anxiety uh, and depression. And once I was there, I knew that I was home, that I had found my place and I'd found what it was that I needed to do. Well, after being there for a while, I realized that there was a much larger crisis in this country. And so we began to start, or I began to start talking with my current business partner, James Reinstein, about what can we do to help support kids that are actually struggling in this country? You know, it shouldn't cost upwards of $90,000 for a child to get the support that they need when they're struggling. But unfortunately, that's the way that our system is. It's set up 
for the, for the haves and the have-nots. And we don't want to admit that, but that's the reality. Look in your communities. Look in your schools. Ask your neighbor. I just actually read a, read a paper from my daughter uh, the other night who was talking about poverty and mental health. And it brought me to tears because she really saw the battle. She was talking about how she had volunteered and saw members of her community at a shelter and how this plagues all of us. Mental health and mental illness, it doesn't discriminate. It doesn't matter. It doesn't care what color you are, what race you are, what gender you are. It impacts us all. And so in knowing that, We started We Are Hope. We started it because we believe that all people, not some, not a few, but all people deserve to have support when they are struggling. And even when they're not struggling, because sometimes we just need somebody to talk to. So we created this organization literally on a futon couch in the middle of the night in the hopes that we could create change and break the stigma in this country. So who we are, you may say, well, we're, we're those people, like w- one, of the, one of the kids that I currently work with says, uh, you're the emotions guy. <laughs> you know, and I find it funny. Kids are finding us throughout the school and, 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 and they're labeling us and saying, these are the guys and the, and the girls that are in our schools that love and care for us and want to support us. So after I started working at the, uh, at the residential center and everything started going really well, I moved, I had moved on as we had created We Are Hope and I had moved on to work at a trauma center for boys at a trauma house. And one of the things that I noticed um, there that, that I would talk with James about uh, often was that we were fighting trauma with giving more trauma. And it didn't make any sense to me. And what I mean by that is these boys were violent. Right? These boys would pick up a pitchfork, they'd pick up a bat, they were struggling. But one of the things that was so prevalent to me was that these young men were also sexually abused, physically abused, mentally abused, and here we are putting them in physical managements because that's what the state requires. Well, I got to tell you, I don't know about you, but a child who's already been physically assaulted, emotionally assaulted, and sexually assaulted, they don't want big men and or women jumping on top of them and pinning them down. And so when I started, what I did was I created a, an environment where love, compassion, and empathy was the main focus of that environment. You know, I was asked, what are you going to do? When you come here, how are you going to change this culture? And I said, well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to love them. We're going to make sure that these boys know that we are not here to harm them, but we are here to help them. And it's important that we help our community and that we help our children. So one of the things that's really important to, to recognize or to remember when, when thinking about We Are Hope and how we got started is that we were just two guys that had an idea that believed in something greater than ourselves. We believe, again, and I'll say it, and you'll probably hear me say it all the time, we believe that all people, all children deserve some type of support in their life, and they shouldn't be turned away by what they have in their pocket. So as we get ready to take a commercial break, I want to um, remind you that when we come back, we're going to discuss who we serve and what it is exactly that we do. Um, You can also check us out at www.wearehope.org. You can check us out on Facebook at We Are Hope Inc. You can also find us on Twitter at We Are Hope Inc. You can also find us on Instagram at We Are Hope Inc. And I also want to tell you really quickly before we go to break that next week, Dr. Daniel Fisher, who is the founder of Emotional CPR, will be joining me. And this is going to be an exciting time because he's going to talk about how he's creating recovery through communities, using people who are already in recovery to help others recover that are struggling. And to me, that's just so powerful. 
So I would love for you guys all to come back and join me shortly so we can we can talk about what we do, who we serve, and we'll go from there. So also you can contact me at radio at wearehope.org. Again, that's radio at wearehope.org. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to We Are Hope. If you are interested in asking a question or offering a comment about our program, please send an email to radio at wearehope.org. That's radio at wearehope.org. Now, back to this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to We Are Hope, Breaking the Stigma Through Change with me, your host, Sean Perry. Thank you so much for tuning back in with me. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what it is that we actually do. I talked about our kind of our philosophy, but what is it that We Are Hope actually does? Well, we partner with public schools, first and foremost. And you may say, well, what exactly does that mean? Well, we get in touch. One of the things that I do in in my main job is to, I call superintendents, I call principals and I say, hey, listen, I know you have struggling kids in your school. I want to come in. I want to talk to you about how we can support those students that are struggling. And one of the things that we are constantly hearing is we have more kids than we've ever had before in our schools that are struggling. So how do we, as we are hope, support them? Well, first thing that we do is we help the schools identify children that are struggling. And so what I mean by that is that a lot of times we have students that are on 504 plans, IEPs, and they're so the school itself, right, is focused on behavior. That's what we're taught. We are taught to focus on behavior. What we do is we come in and we identify those behaviors as anxious behaviors. We start, we, we teach the faculty to stop looking at the behavior and start looking at what's behind the behavior. And my new saying that I've just recently come up with uh, two days ago when I was at a training or yesterday when I was at a training is the why behind the why, right? So if a kid, if a kiddo is, is kicking a, another student in the leg, you're going to ask him why. And he's going to say, well, he stole my car, but there's a why behind that. What's the why behind that? We have to look deeper right? For far too long, we're so focused on behavior that we're punishing kids for putting their head down in class. We're punishing kids for uh, not handing in a math assignment, not realizing that they didn't have a place at home to do their math, math assignment, right? You know, I was talking with a teacher the other day who said to me, hey, Sean, and, and this goes to math, he says, hey, Sean, listen, so I've got, you know, so-and-so in the class, and I got to tell you, you know, I need you to talk to him. And I said, well, what would you like me to talk to him about? 
And she said, well, he's not doing any math work at all. And I go, oh, okay. Well, he does have a lot of things that are really difficult right now in his life. I know he's struggling at home a little bit. And, you know, when I, when I get into session with him, I'm, I'm definitely going to, you know, kind of talk to him a little bit. And she says to me, well, you know, he is homeless. Now, at this point, I didn't know that this young man was homeless. And I said, oh, okay. So to be clear, your focus is his math work. And his focus is, where am I going to put my head at night? Or where am I going to get a meal? Or do I have to wait for mom to come before I go to the homeless shelter? Right? So we have got to teach our communities to stop focusing on, or our schools to stop focusing on behavior and really start to look look at what's behind the behavior. And that is what We Are Hope does. We come into the school, we educate the faculty, we educate the students, and we teach them that there's more to what we're seeing than, than what we believe we're actually seeing. So our approach is simple, right? What we've done is we've taken what we know works, Right. And what we know that works is consistent support. So when James and myself were working at the residential treatment center that we were at, when we started to create our model, we realized that although we had amazing therapists that were working there and were doing really great work, the thing that kept those students that were there moving forward every single day was a layer of support that nobody else was offering. And that was consistent support every single day. And so We Are Hope took that private model that cost X amount of dollars and we've shifted it over to the public schools. And so James and myself are both life coaches, cognitive behavioral coaches. And so we use a CBT model with a life coaching model. And the reason that we chose the life coaching model, right, and we don't have therapists coming in is because a therapist cannot work with a child seven days a week, but a coach can. So we have the ability to work with these kids as many hours a day that are needed and as many days a week that are needed. So we can, you know, when we work with a child, in the first two and a half months that we work with that child, they would see us more and will see us more than they would ever see a therapist. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds like pretty consistent support. And so that's what we're trying to, that's what we're trying to convey to these schools. And that's what we're trying to implement throughout the nation. We want to make sure that children who are struggling have the support that is needed. Again, our model is very simple, right? We go into the school and we work with kids a half an hour a day, five days a week. Now, what this gives the school and what this gives the child is 365 days a year of support from us. So even if the child is on Christmas break, they can reach out to us. Now, if you can, if you can find me another program that is able to actually do that, I'd be more than happy to sit down with them and find out what they're doing. Because as far as I know, we're the only ones that are doing it, right? And so what's also important is as far as who we serve. And so we talk a lot about kids, but we also serve adults. We don't only work with children. We work with adults as well. Um, and we love working with adults because we understand that a lot of these adults that we're actually working with wish that when they were children, that they had the level of support that they have with us currently. You know, I've worked with adults um, up and down the East Coast, and some started off with us seven days a week, half an hour a day, seven days a week. Some started off three days a week. Some started off five days a week. My point is, is that when they're adults, they're able to create the level of support that they need, right? Which is really, really important because a lot of times when they're going to therapy, there's only X amount of time, right? So if I go to therapy on Monday, come Friday, something might've happened and I can call, but that's going to cost me some money, right? Whereas if you're working with We Are Hope, it's all built into your plan, right? We schedule out what you, the amount of support that you need, and that's how we support. And so, again, we've created a model in which everybody has the ability to get the support that they need every single day of the week, right? So even if you are um, scheduled with us and you, or you're not scheduled that day, you can still call us that day. We'll find time for you. 
right? So that's what we want to do. We want to create a community, a culture in which, for one, it is okay, absolutely okay to ask for support. Two, that you can reach out anytime you want and not feel guilty about the amount of money that you're paying to reach out for support. And three, that you can meet your coach in the comfort of your home, on your drive, pulled over on the side of the road, in the grocery store if you want. Because what we have done is not only taken this to the schools, but we've taken it national and worldwide by creating a telecoaching model. And so to us, that was powerful when we were thinking about what is it and how can we reach everybody We said, we've got to meet them where they're at. That's a saying that that James and myself use all the time. We have to meet our clients where they're at. And sometimes it's physically, and sometimes it's emotionally, and sometimes it's spiritually, right? But we have to meet them where they're at. And where they're at when it comes to telecoaching is on their phones, right? Everybody is on their device or on their phones or the devices. And so through that model, we have been able to reach a young man in Mexico, a young girl in, um, in Texas. We've uh, met some people out in Seattle, um, someone down in Georgia, uh, Boston, Pennsylvania, New York. So my point is, oh, actually, even in, in, in Paris, we had a young man who traveled or traveled to London. So my, my point is, is that through this model, we can reach everybody. So we were asked not too long ago, what is, what is, the, uh, what is the plan for We Are Hope? What, you know, where do you guys see yourselves and what are you going to do exactly? Well, listen, when we talk about who we are and what we do, the plan is to be everywhere. The plan is to make sure that there's a blanket of support in our communities that has never been seen before. And the great thing is, is there is a huge movement right now throughout this country. Parents are getting tired of, of getting calls from the teachers saying you're, that, that their child is acting up because it's not that their child's acting up, it's that their child is struggling and no one knows what to do, right? So parents are starting to reach out. There's a new bill that just passed in the state of New Hampshire for a mobile crisis unit or a mobile crisis team. This is big. This is big news for mental health as a whole in this country, and hopefully other states will follow. But the bottom line is that we have created this system and put it in place so all people can get the support that they need, not just some of them. And one of the things that we want to make sure that we do is we want you listeners to make sure that you're telling your school districts, we need, we are hope in our school. We need to have a, 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 an organization like this that is going to support, love, and cherish, and, and, and be compassionate and empathetic when working with our children. Now, I'm not saying that, that uh, there are a ton of amazing teachers out there, but let's be real. When a teacher has got 20, 30 kids in their class, are they focused on the one kid that's struggling? No, they need to get them out of the class because the other kids can't learn, right? So this has been the, this has been the constant conversation that we have in every school that we go to. Now, those kids are coming and working with us, and we're seeing drastic results, drastic changes. I just got an email today, in fact, from a teacher who said, this one child has now gone up two levels in test scoring because they are now emotionally available to learn. Now, hey, think about that for a second, guys. Emotionally available to learn. So many of our children, my children personally sometimes, right? Your children personally sometimes, children that you know sometimes are not emotionally available to learn, right? We Are Hope brings in coping skills and we work with these children, educating them around their anxieties and the things that they need to be successful. So listen, it's just about time for another break. I want to thank you for hanging in there and and staying in tune with me. Um, Just remember uh, that when we come back, we are going to be talking about what it means to help other people every day and what families and schools can expect when working with us. And don't forget to check us out at www.wearehope.org. Again, you can find us on Facebook at We Are Hope, Inc. You can find us on Twitter at We Are Hope, Inc., 
You can find us on Instagram at We Are Hope Inc. And you can contact me directly, Sean Perry, at radio at wearehope.org. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me so far. When you come back, we're going to talk about the fact that there is a real crisis in this country and that the system is broken. I'll talk to you soon. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your hosts, Colleen Biggs and Dee Daniels, speak with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to We Are Hope. If you're interested in asking a question or offering a comment about our program, please send an email to radio at wearehope.org. That's radio at wearehope.org. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for for staying with me here. Uh, welcome back to We Are Hope, breaking the stigma through change. You know, I got caught for a second there in my mind just listening to Justin King's song. Uh, Do you know? I encourage you all to go find him on YouTube. Find that song. Listen to that song in its entirety. It's amazing. It'll stick with you. You'll play it in your car. I know because I do. I love that song. I heard it <laughs> uh, many weeks ago. I heard it uh, the the day he had posted it, and I said oh my gosh, this song has got to be on my show. It absolutely has to be. So Justin, again, thank you so much. So one of the things uh, most people don't realize is that we are hope. Hope stands for helping other people every day. So, you know, why would we have named our organization after helping other people every day? We are helping other people every day because we honestly believe that we are helping other people every single day. You know, and, and the reason that I do it um, and, and I'll have James up here one day on the show and he can tell you why he does it. I don't want to speak for him. But the reason that I do it is because I know what it's like to struggle. I have been there. I have lived with major, major anxiety. And, uh, you know, I grew up in a, in a community, although uh, nice for the most part. My parents did a really great job. Um, I grew up in a community that, that, that looked different from me. I was the only, I think we were the only black family um, at uh, uh, anywhere around at, at one point, um, or mi- our, our mixed family at one point, I should say. And, you know, that in itself brings such a high level of anxiety. I mean, I didn't, for, for many, many years, you know, I didn't know really uh, my own identity. I mean, I thought I did, right? Uh, you know, it was the 80s and the 90s. And, you know, um, I thought that I knew who I was, but I had two different sides of the family, one one color, one the other color. And it was really difficult, you know, and um, it was hard. And so I had a lot of inner demons and I battled with a lot of things. And so 
I want to make sure uh, personally that I help others to understand their anxieties. It doesn't matter what their anxieties are, but how they can understand them and realize that they're not their anxiety. See, that's one of the things that, 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 that people just don't realize is that if you have anxiety, if you have depression, if you have OCD, if you have any of these things, you are not those things. Those are just things that you have. That is just a part of you. And so I want to make sure that especially our children really understand that because guess what? These are the same children that are going to be our doctors, our lawyers, our bank tellers, right? These are going to be the guys that are selling me a car later on when I'm 70, 80 years old. And, and they may be anxious to sell me a car, right? I don't want to have to work with them then when I'm 70, 80 years old. So I want to make sure that they get the support that they need now. And so that kind of brings me to this next, this next piece. You know, one of the things that, that uh, we hear when we go to schools um, is that, well, we have systems in place. We, we have a school psychologist and we have a, a therapist. Um, and we have a therapist, they come once a week. And uh, so, so our kids are fine. You know, we don't, we don't really need, you know, support. Not all of the schools, but some of the schools. And I have to say, and, and I would love all of you to just kind of tune in really deep right now. There is a crisis in this country. And if all of that stuff that you guys were all doing worked, there wouldn't be a crisis. It's not rocket science. The reality is the system is broken. And unless we all come together and realize that we need to step outside of this box that we've put ourselves in, then it's going to continue to be broken. And it's only going to get worse. We have an opioid crisis epidemic happening in this country. Where do you think that all stems from? Our mental health is not good. Our mental health is not good. Drugs and alcohol run rampant in this country. Why? Because we are not mentally healthy. We are not mentally fit. There is too much trauma. There's a lot of different reasons that these things are happening, but it all boils back down to our anxieties and our mental health, right? And so what we have got to do is we've got to real, we have to realize that the system is broken and we have to have organizations like ours. We have to have organizations like the National Empowerment Center that are bringing emotional CPR to everywhere in the world. Uh, they're in, I believe they're in Germany, they're in Australia, they're in the United States, they're in Ireland. They're doing these things that are just absolutely amazing. And we're going to talk uh soon, not today, about emotional CPR uh, coming up on a, on, a, on, a, on a later show. And I'm telling you, it is just absolutely amazing, this approach to be able to understand how to love uh, your fellow human being and really how to give them all of yourself while, while supporting them through crisis. But back to the system being broken. You know, this is one of the things that, that, that we hear so frequently um, about there already being systems in place. And, you know, I cannot stress enough that if your systems that were put in place actually worked, then there would not be a crisis. And you guys are going to hear me say this through the entirety of my show, uh, probably week in and week out, that if it worked, then we wouldn't be in a situation that we're in. So we have got to start looking at something else. We've got to start looking at how we can support kids on a different level and support them in different ways. We got to get creative. We have to stop looking for the guy or the girl or the, or, or the person with a master's degree and with a doctorate. Those things, those are helpful. But the reality is, is I don't need a doctorate to love somebody. I don't need a master's degree to show compassion and empathy. And this is where our system is broken in this country. I don't need letters at the back of my name to be compassionate, to be a compassionate human being and actually support somebody who's struggling. But our system says that we do. And that couldn't be anything further from the truth. Because guess what? I have five children. I'm a parent. I love each and every one of those children. I didn't get a degree to be a parent. Most of you, nobody here has gotten a degree to, to be a parent, right? But we're told that we can't support kids unless, right? Or we can't support somebody else, another human being, unless we have some degree. Now, again, I'm not knocking those with degrees. My sister is a, is a therapist. She's an amazing one. I love her to death. I hope she's listening. 
But she knows, like I know, that giving somebody hope and love is free and you don't need a degree to do that. And so we have to ask ourselves moving forward, what are the schools, what are, what are the families and the schools, what can they expect when they work with We Are Hope? Well, let's talk about that. What they can expect is training, in-depth training around signs of suicide prevention, emotional CPR, um, anxiety education, and really getting them to understand what's happening with their children. Right. It's one thing to go sit in a 504 plan and I in, in an IEP uh, meeting and you have someone, you know, telling you what's wrong with your kiddo. But the reality is, is that nine times out of 10, they're kind of off the mark because a lot of those behaviors are anxious behaviors. I know because I sat in an IEP meeting a few months ago where everybody looked at me except the mother and the principal or the mother, the principal and the, and the, and the main teacher, everybody else that was in the room from the special ed department looked at me like I was crazy. But the parents of this child said, oh my gosh, that all makes so much sense now. And the second we started to take that anxiety approach and started to support this child, realizing that those behaviors were anxious behaviors, we saw a significant shift. And the second that they stopped doing that, and they started looking at it as more behavioral again and started putting all these systems in place for this child, we started to see that child decrease in behaviors again. So the reality is, is that, yes, there are behaviors, but there's also anxious behaviors. And if we can get to the root of what that anxiety is, we can stop most of these behaviors. We can, we can not stop. We can avoid these behaviors and we can give that child that peace of mind that they actually need. So parents are going to get the ability to contact We Are Hope anytime they need support, right? That's what we're here for. We want to make sure that parents feel supported. More importantly, we want to make sure that parents are part of this process, right? I have five children of my own. It's not my job to parent everybody else's child. I want parents to make sure that they are part of this so that they, so that they're educated in knowing as much as I know and what I know and how they can support their child. Right? We want to make sure that we are giving this, this, this knowledge away to people so that they can better themselves. Listen, guys, hope itself in itself, it's a free thing to give. When you give a parent who has a child who's completely struggling hope, man, you just gave them the greatest Christmas present or the greatest gift they've ever gotten. Right? Because some of these parents feel as though... And maybe some of you out there that are listening to me right now feel as though you just don't know what you're going to do. You don't know if your child is going to get kicked out of school next year, if they're going to pass the next grade next year, or what's going to happen. You feel hopeless and you feel as though or you may feel as though there's no one there to support you. And i got to tell you, there are people there to support you. We are hope is here to support you. Sean Perry and James Reinstein are here to support you to make sure that you don't have to go it alone, that you don't have to do this thing alone. I don't care if you have two, fam- uh, two parents in a household, two caregivers in a household, or you're single and doing it by yourself. None of you guys have to do this thing alone. Kids struggle. Let people who know how to support these kids support them for you and help you do it. So one of the other things that's really important that, that families and schools can expect to get while working with us is you become part of the We Are Hope family. And you may say, well, Sean, what is, what is the We Are Hope family? The We Are Hope family, what, what, the, what being part of the We Are Hope family means is that you are always part of us. So if you work with us for a year and then you don't work with us for two years, you can still pick the phone up and call and get support anytime you want. And it probably won't cost you anything. We want to make sure, like I said earlier in the program, we want to make sure that we are supporting as many people as possible. More importantly, we want to make sure that no one is ever, ever, ever turned away from getting support and the support that they need. You know, we talk with a lot of uh, these mental health agencies that are local and we talk with a lot of parents and a lot of teachers and these kids and these families are waiting for weeks and weeks at a time and they are in the midst of crisis and they're being told that the only way they're going to get support is if they go down to the emergency room at this time because these agencies, these local state agencies don't have the manpower to support these kids because what are we looking for? Well, we're looking for letters after the name. 
right? We're looking for letters after the name. Well, the reality is there's a whole bunch of people out there that can support these children and these families that don't have any letters after the name. And we have, we as a community, as a society, have to be willing to step outside of our comfort zones, right? And the status quo and remember that love, compassion, and empathy are free. They are free, everybody. It doesn't cost you a cent for someone to care about you and support you. And we have got to allow that space. So we're getting ready to take another break. Uh, When we return, we're going to find out what you'll be getting from our weekly shows and how we can all break the stigma through change, right? So I can't do this by myself. James can't do this by himself. We need all of you that are listening to join us in this journey, okay? So come on back, find out what we're talking about. Uh, don't forget to check us out at www.wearehope.org. Find us on Facebook at We Are Hope Inc. Find us on Twitter at We Are Hope Inc. And find us on Instagram at We Are Hope Inc. We will be back shortly. I look forward to talking with you. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel listen for mindful matters love sex spirit hosted by dr dory lynn dr dory is coming back sexy savvy and with sage advice from nearly eight decades of life experience it's not retirement it's refirement it's fun it's deep listening just makes you feel good if you're looking for straight talk without all the bull in the world be sure to tune in to dr dory and mindful matters love sex spirit live every tuesday at 5 p.m eastern time 2 p.m pacific on the voice america empowerment channel make an appointment listening right now the voice america talk radio network is on instagram make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows live events and around the network we want to see what you have to share as well check us out on instagram at voice america talk radio build your better business achieve that goal make good on that resolution the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed you are listening to we are hope if you are interested in asking a question or offering a comment about our program please send an email to radio at we that's radio at we now back to this week's show welcome back everybody thank you so much for staying with me i really appreciate it So uh, before we get started, I want to encourage you all moving forward. uh, If you'd like to call into the show, if you'd like to send me a message, you can send me an email directly at radio at wearehope.org, or you can call in at 1-866-346-9141. Again, 866-346-9141. So we talked a little bit earlier uh, at the at the opening of the show, and 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 one of the things that I said was, uh, you know, what are you gonna what are you gonna get from this show? What are you gonna get when you listen? And I think the I think first and foremost, more than anything else, what you're gonna get is the truth, right? I'm not here to sell you a bag of goods. I'm here to let you know that there's a crisis that's happening in this country, that there's a crisis happening in this country. And unless we are all willing to do something about it, if we are all willing to create change and break the stigma through change when it comes to mental illness, then we're going to, we're going to be, 
we're going to be in the same exact position that we are currently in. And I don't like that. I don't like the thought of that. I have, like I said, guys, I've got five children of my own. And at some point, they're going to have all their own children. And that scares me if we don't have real systems in place. So what you're going to get weekly listening here is the truth, right? But what you're also going to get is some really amazing guests, some really amazing topics of conversation, right? So we are going to talk about changing our lens on behaviors. I talked about it a little bit today, but we're really going to dive deep into what it means to change the lens in which we're looking through when it comes to behavior. Because again, guys, we are all so focused on behavior and we're rarely focused on what's behind the behavior, what's causing it. We're going to also talk about common disorders, right? What are some disorders that are so common? But more importantly, how do we support those in it and what supports are actually available, right? So there's things like CBT, EMDR, all these, you know, all these letters, right? You guys all go over to try to figure out what they mean. But we're going to bring people on that are going to talk to you about these different levels of support and treatment so that you are more knowledgeable when it comes to finding support for yourself, for your friends, for your family, for anybody that you love or care about, or just for you know somebody who asks you and you say, hey, you know what? I heard this. I heard this on uh, We Are Hope Breaking the Stigma Through Change. I heard about this. You know, I heard about the CBT stuff. I think that'd be really great. We're going to talk about alternative levels of support, right? Alternative uh, support systems like yoga and mindfulness and what those actually do. For for us. We've got a great studio up here uh, in Fairly. My friend Wes, clinical uh, 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 affiliate clinical director, Wesley Walter um, at the Mildo Farm Center for Wellness, offering yoga, mindfulness, meditation, and therapy, EMDR therapy, and trauma-informed uh, yoga. So there's a lot of really great things that are happening in our communities. And in, in we, you know, interestingly enough, when we created this company, Uh, this organization, we said to ourselves, we need to create a network. We need to create a network through two states so that when one when when somebody's struggling over here, we got somebody over here that can come in and help and vice versa. And so we wanted to make sure that we created this amazing network of mental health professionals that care and love to help support those that are struggling. And most importantly, right? They take care of themselves as well, right? Because self-care is a really big part of this industry and how we take care of ourselves directly impacts those that we support. So one of the other things that we're also going to to really talk about is emotional CPR, right? You're going to hear me say this probably often because it's so important. It's so important to connect heart to heart. Uh, We're going to be doing some trainings up our way, but I know for a fact that uh, Dr. Fisher and uh, 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 Orcs Cohen would be more than happy to do trainings throughout the country and the world. Um, if, if anybody's listening and hears the, the, this aspect of the show, um, all you have to do is get in contact with me at radio at wearehope.org and I can make that happen for you. Um, and then what we're going to also talk about is crisis, right? So not only do we have this mental health crisis, but guys, there's one thing that I haven't mentioned yet, right? We've got this suicide crisis that's going on here. We are losing life after life after life in this country. And somebody has got to start asking why. I know that I ask why. I know most of the reasons why. But there are programs like the Signs of Suicide Prevention that We Are Hope actually offers to schools that comes in and educates school districts and helps them implement this program into the school. And the greatest thing about this program in particular that I absolutely love, and this was the reason that James and myself went to get trained in it, was because it doesn't just train the adult. It, it's, it, it trains and um, educates every single student in that school to know the signs of suicide and get with a trusted adult to help support either themselves or their peer. Now that is a powerful way to break the stigma through change, right? That's the way that we've got to do it. We have to get these kids involved in support. We have to create uh, communities of children that are willing to support those that are struggling, right? This isn't just an adult issue where we're going to come in and we're going to save the day. 
You know, we want to get kids and peer mentors to come in and say, hey, look, I'm here for you, too. Because one thing that we do know is that kids, right, our children are more likely to talk to other children before they'll talk to an adult. So what this program does is it allows for children to identify uh, trusted adults, and it also allows for children to find other children for support. And to me, that's so powerful. So we're also going to talk about suicide and what we can do as a country, as a community of, of loving thy neighbor people here, what we can all do to support these initiatives and these, these crises that we have in our country. So lastly, before we get, get rolling here, I want to talk about how you can break the stigma through change yourself. And it's really simple. Stop being scared to talk about mental health and mental illness. Have an open conversation. When you're playing this show, turn it up loud and let people know that you're doing something to break the stigma through change. This is how you do it. You change. You stop hiding it and pushing it under the rug and stop talking about it and whispering about it. You talk about it openly. That's how we all break the stigma through change. So listen, guys, I want to thank you, each and every one of you, for tuning in to listen to Breaking the Stigma Through Change with Sean Perry. This means the world to me. I wish you all the best. Have yourselves a fantastic weekend. And before I actually go, I just want to congratulate my two daughters, Maya and Shauna, on their graduations this year. I'm so proud of both of you. I love you both very, very, very much. And I will see you soon this weekend. So as we get ready to close, thank you again for tuning in to We Are Hope, Breaking the Stigma Through Change. Remember to follow us or like us on uh, or go to our website at www.wearehope.org. You can follow us on Facebook at We Are Hope, Inc. You can follow us on Instagram at We Are Hope, Inc. And you can follow us on Twitter at We Are, we Are Hope, Inc. Everybody, have yourselves a blessed day. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next week at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 12 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening to the We Are Hope radio show. Please join host Sean Perry again for another edition next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week.